All right. Oh, that worked. Nice. Yeah, man. We got it sus, dude. We're like crushing it these days. Don't worry about it. Good. Um, how clear is our image? Oh, yeah. We're very, all over it. Very clear on that. On millions. Hello. Billy, where, where are you? Uh, in the office. Um, yeah, you know, podcasts in between meetings. So you tell me that Jeff Bezos is just like behind that other wall, like behind you just there or? No, very doubtful. Okay, very doubtful. <laughs> I, reckon, I reckon he's on his yard in Miami if I was him. Yeah, no, that's fair. It's getting a bit cold. Um, we're both just saying we're not, we weren't really, you know, very deeply ingrained in sports uh this week i think uh bye week for me meant that i kind of switched off uh, a little bit and uh, we probably don't have to talk about um your game too much if you don't want to uh, yeah um, that was i don't know what yeah don't know what you want to say about it but i just saw the uh the little blue ribbon at the bottom of my pod oh you just gave it a read <laughs> millions prime sunglasses and uh yeah. davy Dolts. Shout out off the bat to our main. Oh, Claxton's tuned in. G'day, Matt Claxton. You'll be over here soon enough. What a legend. He'll be he'll be over here. I think maybe a guest guest uh I think so. He's gonna have to bring his all his EPL experience from Mm. the UK. Mm -hmm. Yeah, all all things London Euro sports will be beamed in through Matt Claxton. We obviously we got Alex down in Portland now as well, so we might as well um you know, get a whole squad together for a game. Um, Front row seats, Portland. Come on. I think, I think the summary from NFL maybe is just he's watching at midnight. Lids. <laughs> 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 um, we're in the we're not in the market anymore for talking about lids on or off. Um, no more lid talk. I think is probably the good summary for us moving forward uh, between now and and Super Bowl. I think. Yeah, lids are well and truly back in the cupboard. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't need to talk about Seahawks. Mm-mm. I guess, yeah, from last week, uh, Chiefs got over the Dolphins mm-hmm. uh, over in over in Europe. It's a big deal. Uh, yeah. Um, Dolphins didn't score in the first half. They got to stop doing that against good teams because it makes it very hard to win a game. I think the combined win like percentage... Um, like two wins, eight losses would be two hundred. Like the the percentage for all the Dolphins wins this season is like two seventy five. So, like that's the teams that they're beating. Yeah. And I mean, I still think you don't write them off. They're dangerous. Like they get hot, but like yeah, geez, that's a pretty damning stat. I don't know what their schedule looks like. I think it's interesting to see when they play the Bills at home. But the Bills, are the Bills even anything now? That's not even on our list, but, like, what's going on there? Yeah, I was going to bring that up, too, just say Joey Joey got over the Bills. The Bengals look like they're well and truly back after I was ready to write them off in round mm-hmm. four, if they lost, but they won. So <laughs> yeah, you... we didn't write them off. We didn't write them off. But no, there was, was no fun. lid talk about the Bengals. But the yeah. Bengals are the Bengals, but the Bills might not be the Bills. That's what I'm Yeah, Yeah. Uh, yeah, the Dolphins have... No, their run home ain't that bad. Raiders, Jets, Commanders, Titans, Jets, and Cowboys. I'm going to that one of those Jets games. So they might only lose one or two more games. Yeah. So they might finish the season like 12 and 5, 
13 and 4 and still like have not really beaten anyone. Yeah, I know. I guess that's yeah, you got to show up in finals, but yeah. you, you got to play who you got to play. But yeah, on the Bills on the other hand haven't been looking too flash. No. And they've got the Broncos, Jets, Eagles, Chiefs, Cowboys, Chargers to bring them home, which is a tough last four games. Yeah, geez. Chargers, Chargers in LA too. Well, and, and looks like Eagles and Chiefs away. So that's really, yeah, that's real stiff. Jeez, what are the odds of Bills missing the playoffs? I mean, at that they're out of the spot right now. Um, so I'd imagine that that's going to be. Pretty tough. Jeez. See if there's a uh, a live odd. Yeah, the current odds is uh, they have a 54% chance of making the playoffs. Wow. And remember when Josh Allen's MVP odds were like three plus 300 or something? And we were like, Jesus, like three weeks into the season. And his first game was shithouse. So, yeah, okay. Well, I guess there's a little bit more NFL talk than we expected. Um, so you maybe uh, we can give ourselves enough credit. Maybe um, we can talk about anything. <laughs> one thing that you did have on the list, which is funny because it relates to the 49ers. Welcome back, Niners talk. Steve Wilkes to be coaching from the sideline this week. Um, is that what you need to give the boys on Dia rev up? And I think so. Up? I mean, like Salah and um, D'Amico we're down there and like big plays you get that whole like revved up response right and like if i'm not mistaken he was on the sidelines for carolina when they had a good run at the end of the year when he was head coach so like kyle came out and was i think trying to be like political and was like oh well you know if i could pick i'd be up in the booth but you know i need to be down on the on the side talking to players because like it's a lot better to be up there but Honestly, if if we're if we're trying to nitpick on whether he's up there or down there, I think we have bigger problems. I think it's just the boys waking up. I think we needed something in the secondary. We have Young. Young's a stud. Um, does that solve our problems? No, but it's going to be pretty hard for the guys to drop back and spend time in the pocket if both those guys are coming off the sides and actually yeah. doing what they should be doing. I, I did see a stat, though. Bosa's sack numbers are horrific, but he's still third in the league in QB pressure. So, like, he's there. Like, Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. It obviously relieves pressure on the secondary when you've got those two boys coming up. Mm-hmm. Coming mm-hmm. heads. Um, I kind of always said that about uh, Jalen Ramsey um, on the Rams. It's like mm-hmm. makes his job a lot easier when uh, Aaron Donald is standing towards the quarterback every play. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 100%. And that's interesting. I mean, um, Jalen came back two two games ago and had a pick and looked great. I don't know yeah. if they were playing, but um doesn't sound like he did much last weekend. Uh, no, I don't think so. Who's the other? Uh, Xavier Howard. I think he's mm. due to come back too. So that helps them a lot for that run home too. They are stacked. Like they are stacked. Um, yeah, hey, I wouldn't want to play them because they could get really hot, and who knows the D could do things. <laughs> you see the NFL script Super Bowl colors post. I think we I sent it to yeah, each other. Yeah. <laughs> so it was either um. So what is it? It's Niners, Niners versus Ravens based on the color. Yeah. Or it's Chiefs Vikings. So they're like, well, it probably isn't going to be Chiefs Vikings. Although Josh no. Dobbs, I think probably. probably the Rams were in that one, in one of them too, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Josh Dobbs looks like a baller. He keeps I mean, getting traded. 
um, I think when he was at the Cardinals, I was saying, um, yeah, I'd probably release Kyle Murray. (laughs) When the Niners are still undefeated and I watched you guys play, um, who was it? The Cardinals is who we're talking about. I heard the stat that he had the most rushing touchdowns for a quarterback from more than 20 yards out. And I think since then he's had like three more. He had one in that Vikings game. Yeah. I didn't know he was like this elite. He's got, got runner. On him. I know. Yeah. He's got no hair, so he's like super slick. Yeah. Um, shout out Jada Pinkett Smith. Also, this is nothing to do with sport, but like, did you see that surge of like Jada Pinkett Smith content because she went on the Jay Shetty podcast and all of a sudden that's like all they could talk about again? I was just like, I don't think I really, really need to hear from either of the Smiths in this present time. But no, I must have, uh, that must have been out of my algorithm. So I don't yeah. like it. I'm actually disappointed in myself that that came up on mine. Um, what's happening in the world of college sports, Billy? We know that you dabble probably more than yeah. me. Some big news coming out. So uh, it's tough to follow all these sports. So much mm-hmm. on. Um, yeah, it's pretty exciting. I feel like uh, everyone loves Red Zone. And now Pat McAfee's kicking off uh, college football. Uh, what is that calling it? Primetime, which is essentially going to be a college football. Yeah, Red Zone style switching between key games, key plays. I'm excited for it. Pat's brought, uh, you know, a real good kick of life to college football, I feel. Um, love seeing it. I wish I could have seen him when he was in Seattle. Yeah. Um, I actually yeah. Slid in, I slid into his DMs on the Friday night asking if he wanted to go get beers. No response. But that's a one, day, one day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, that's funny. Uh, yeah, huge. I don't think the, the old whites, as he would say, are super stoked with him being a part of the college football stuff, but bringing a younger generation into it. I mean, I don't really pay too much attention to it, but I do a bit more now because of him. Do you think it's kind of a investment in the Colorado Buffaloes and Dion continuing to skyrocket, calling it prime time? Like, I think they're probably going to try and leverage, leverage yeah, yeah. Dion. Have we, seen, have we seen Pat with the prime glasses on yet? I have not, but... Um, surely, he, surely he'll be doing it. I don't know if he's done a game in Colorado yet, but surely it's on his... Uh, I think they went there. I, I yeah, think that I he gave, I gave them all on the panel, I think. I think I heard him talking about it on one of the episodes. I think um, you're right. I think that was early season. Um, yeah. But shout yeah. out Prime Sunglasses, you know, obviously making this possible. Um, still waiting on those clips. Uh, Jonathan Self's joined in on the stream. G'day, Selfie. Selfie. Big Absolute yeah. legend. If, if you're around Gussie... Selfie, just uh, just give him a nudge to check our um, uh, Facebook Messenger message about a little uh, intro song. That'd be nice. Um, I'm going to let you lead these points. We got some baseball talk. Big yeah. name, big clubs, free agency. Um, everyone's talking about where's Shohei Otani going. Um, you know, all the talks is he's definitely not going back to the Angels. I bet my house on that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I feel like probably Dodgers, Cubs are leading. Um, I think you've sent something to me earlier, maybe like the Dodgers are willing, not the Dodgers, the Cubs are willing to throw absolutely everything at him. Um, and I think the Mariners as well as a Smokey. I feel like that's my top three. But it's hard to compete with the Dodgers and Cubs money. But hey, Shohei does like spending winters in Seattle. So surely that's yeah. something. Yeah, that's this is a trending, this is a trending topic. You're in the know, you're in boots on the ground in Seattle. 
Yeah. Um, I don't know what he likes about winter here, but he does. Yeah. I must admit, I did kind of commit that I'd go from a passive Cubs supporter to an active Mariners supporter. But if they get Shohei, I might I might stick it out, to be honest. <laughs> stick it out. Don't sell your Cubs hat just yet. Just, yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. Yeah. My Cubs hat. Um, but uh, the Cubs just signed, like, the highest paid coach, I think, in history as well. So... Oh, wow. Yeah, I don't know. Don't don't. That's not full quote, but I I think that they're the print. They rebuilt. They traded their whole entire World Series roster away. They got rid of Rizzo. They got rid of Bryant. Um, they got rid of Chapman, and they loaded up. But they they got better quicker with the picks that they had. Yeah. Um, so I think they're like, okay, let's pull the trigger here. Yeah, it would be wild if the Dodgers get him and then they get eliminated early God. again God. with like an absolutely stacked squad. Well, I felt bad about, you know, being a Niners fan last few years and almost getting there, but fuck. Like, obviously, the, the difference is the Dodgers did win one. Yeah. But, I mean, they still have, like, oh, painful run of, like, yeah. what is it, 10 or 12 years of being okay. right there and to only get one, like. But at the end of the day, would I rather be a Rams fan and just have that one Super Bowl than be shit for a while? Yeah, the answer is yes. Like, yeah. the same being a Crow supporter, like, how many report even now? If yeah. you trade in all those prelims just for one granny, like, of course, you fucking would. I mean, Jacob Bordelello's just joined. He obviously has no idea because he's oh. a St. Kilda fan. But, you know, as supporters of teams that are generally good, it's like, geez, like, just... And that's why I like that the Crows went to real shit after the whole Eddie Betts camp situation because it's like, okay, now you can actually try and top-end talent it and make your way back up. Big segue there, but the, the, Cubs are, uh, the Cubs are ready to load up, I feel. Yeah. Either way, I'm glad he's out of uh, LA Angels. Pull Mike Trout. Shout out Mike Trout. Pull yeah, Mike. that dude needs us for trade. We have some pretty heavy basketball stuff coming yeah. out. I think I'd rather let's let's start it with your Herald Sun stuff first, and then we can go into the um, under twenty fives. But yeah, I didn't know about this. You told me about this. This relates to Australian basketball. Um, yeah, fill me in on what's happening in this space. Yeah, I know. I come across it the other day. I didn't read the full article because um, you know Harold Sun wanted to charge me money for that, and that's not happening. But yeah, a bloke called Matt Logue, who's obviously a reporter for the Herald Sun, has been quoted saying that this it's uh, one of two things need to happen: either Paddy Mills finds his way out of Atlanta, or the Boomers have to move on from him being uh, their starting guard. Um, so, what, so what's because, he actually saying there? Like, what's that, what's that mean, you know? I think he's saying if Mills isn't getting minutes in the NBA, he can't be a stud for the Boomers, which is ridiculous because I couldn't care if Paddy hadn't played for two years. I'd still start him as a Boomer. So um, he's suggesting that his plays dropped off. That's what he's trying to say. I think so. But I, I, he's obviously not watching basketball because Atlanta are going to play their young blokes more than Paddy. And I feel like Paddy will probably get traded to contender anyway um well maybe i hope so but like hey patty's still training against the top talent in the world daily like come on man well two things one i must admit i didn't even know patty was atlanta so that says something <laughs> second thing other countries go on record as saying that like they are impressed by the way we run our basketball program because we keep a group together they might not be the highest top end stuff like Ben Simmons hasn't played or whatever, but when guys play together with enough talent, like you, you, you have role plays, you don't have five stars trying to end up playing like corner, 
you know, spot up guys. So um, in that system, sounds like we're talking about fucking Brock Purdy and being assistant quarterback, but in the system, Patty Mills is like the perfect point guard for an Olympic team. Um, and what the, the Olympics were postponed from last time. So it's, it's not really a big time difference. And I, I don't think he's fallen off a cliff. He's um, still the same Olympic Patty, I feel. He hasn't fallen off medaled. Yeah. And medaled. So and who's gonna replace him? I mean, you'd get giddy to run the point, wouldn't you? You would, but you know. <laughs> uh, I mean, Simmons has said he's playing, right? He's committed, apparently, but he committed cool. last time, but he has committed yeah. again, hasn't he? Yeah, whether or not he can stay healthy. Um yeah, we'll see. More but so I feel like even if you're starting giddy at the point, you're playing Patty at the shooting guard anyway. So. I'm just saying I think well, but from my understanding and watching some of the games, Patty has been the general. Like yeah. oh yeah, absolutely. I don't think Giddy probably hasn't succeeded Patty yet in mm. being that general for the booners. How is Giddy going? We're gonna talk about OKC briefly when we look at some numbers again. But uh, you yeah. messaged me yesterday saying they're on a on a heater. What, what's what's going on? I saw Shy drop some serious shit, but are the rest yeah. of the boys playing well. Giddy's been pretty solid. He's averaging 12, 6, and 5. Um, mm-hmm. But I feel like maybe he he's probably lost a little bit of usage to Jalen Williams, who's, like, come on mm-hmm. in leaps and bounds this year, and then Jack coming back. So I feel like I think Jalen Williams, he's, like, balling. I think he's averaging, yeah, like, 17, 5, and 4. And then you've got Chet coming in and averaging like 15 and 12 or something. So it's mm. like, it's just a super exciting young core. Yeah. Um, well, that's a good segue into what we wanted to talk about. You put your list in first and then I put mine in. And I actually went sort of like my unluckies to miss out. But you, I think oh, yeah. ESPN must have done it sometime in the last week or so. But they yeah, released their like top, top under, top 25 under 25. I think it was. Yeah, I think that's what it was. Yeah. Yeah. So we've both done our our lists, yeah. Um, and I've added a kind of like these are the ones that just missed out just for the conversation and stuff. But maybe you go through your list, I'll go through mine, and sort of add the ones that I missed out, and we can we can discuss why we think these yeah. players are where they're at right now. So this yeah. is this is as of right now. This isn't right. this isn't career guesses this is right now rank these players so interested to hear your five yeah i've got luca obviously luca's mvp this year wemby edwards scotty barnes and halliburton are my top five so Um, you put wemby at number two as of right now which is interesting my top five and I, I feel I'm not sure why one of these guys isn't in yours. Like I know he's not playing, but like he will be. I've gone Luca, Ja Morant at number two, Anthony Edwards at three, then Wemby at four, and I also have Halliburton at five. I have sort of said that my just missed out I actually had Jarrett Jackson Jr. as my six if I yeah. had to go deeper. Yeah. And then I did have Scotty Barnes at seven and I had Chet at eight and I actually went onto the NBA website, Scotty and Chet, actually Jared Jackson was like 12 uh, and Scotty and Chet were like 15 and 16. I saw that. They were way, way too far down for my liking. But it's interesting. We both have Wemby in there already. Can you talk to me about your jar omission? Is this because he's not playing right now or do you just. I think, I think I just forgot because he's. (laughs) 
I don't know why. He just, yeah, he just like absolutely, I forgot about the Memphis Grizzlies. But Scotty Barnes is worth talking about. Scotty Barnes um, has been playing very well this year. If he continues this, he, I mean, he, he could. Most improved. Yeah, most the, Ar- the Arkham one most improved ones. So There's a passing the baton down to the next. Plus, Scotty so far is averaging 22, 10, and 6. What's like Wemby averaging? Uh, Wemby. You know what I love? You can type into Google Wemby stats and it gives it to you. <laughs> um, Wemby's averaging 19, 9, and then two assists, a block, and no, one steal and two blocks a game. Mm. So. That block should be higher. Is I heard Halliburton really, leading Halliburton's leading the league in assists. That's pretty sick. He is insane. He's like dropping, team. he's dropping like twelve to fifteen a game. It's mm. Well to watch. I feel like yeah, Wemby's blocks might increase, but I feel like some people just don't even try it. Do Indiana even like? Okay, they have him, and and they have Miles Turner, who's getting old, I guess. Yeah, they have Buddy Hield now. He's who else do they have? Buddy Hield's thirty already. Damn. Who do they have? Like they what's happening with their up, rebuild? Like who's their other... uh, Bruce Brown? That's yeah. not really a rebuild. But they got Matherin, who's still young, pretty young and raw. He's twenty-one. Mm-hmm. Andrew Nemhart, uh, he's been in the league a while. I think a couple of years. Uh, Jordan Nawara. No, uh, wait to see. I don't think he's not a franchise sailor, uh, saver. Jalen Smith, I think. Okay, I know that name. He's coming along. Um, because aren't they they're full, full rebuild mode? Like, uh, they yeah. should be, yeah. And then Obi, they must have picked up Obi Toppin somewhere along the preseason, but yeah, they're not. They need, uh, they need another young stud to go with, um, Halliburton, yeah. I think. Well, they'll probably get another pick this year, but I just, yeah, outside of trading for him, I haven't like, I can't think of like a big name that they drafted, like. You know what I mean? No, I don't um, even know who that drafted, to be honest. That's interesting. But yeah, it's interesting looking at that my list and I'm like, okay, well, Memphis have started the year bad, but like they have Jar and JJJ and like Desmond Bain, Stud, Marcus Smart's there now. If Steven Adams hadn't got hurt, I mean, damn, like. Yeah, it's a huge out for them. I feel like he he's a big defensive anchor for him. And, you know, Luca is on, I've said it every episode, MVP. I said it before the season. I said why. It's happening. And then Anthony Edwards, that sequence to beat um, Boston, that was a big, like, I always had big moments. That was a pretty big, like, I'm here kind of moment. Did you see that? Oh, it must be that. So they beat Boston in overtime, and he just had huge bucket steals. To sit. Like, he was just, like, just took over the game. Yeah. And it, like, again, oh, yeah. He had 38, 9, and 7. Yeah, I did see some of that game. It was unbelievable. Uh, so, he's averaging 28, 6, and 5. So he's he's definitely him. Um, <laughs> he is. Yeah. I just don't know the rest of the roster. Like, what do they got? They got Kat and Rudy. It's weird. Like, yeah. they, should be, they should be really good. I think they are fourth or fifth in the West right now. Our Steph, though, we, haven't, we haven't got Steph on the menu right now, but fucking hell. He's He's a smoky MVP chance. Like he's, I know. he's probably, yeah, he's putting up ridiculous stats as well. I think um, there's only been one other player to score over 20 once with the whole Warriors roster and they're six and two or six and one. Yeah, or I he's carrying that team right now. Mm-hmm. He's going to need some, but the wild thing is not even playing huge minutes. So it's like mm-hmm. he's playing, he's, I think he's scoring more points than minutes played right now. 
That's insane. <laughs> That's insane. That's wild. But yeah, I think oh, maybe well, obviously Edwards is balling out, but if Barnes continues at this this year, he could be top three out of the under twenty fives if he continues this run. If if I had to change the rankings for like future career, I from what I've seen, I'd probably have to put Wemby at one and Luca oh. at two. I guess yeah. it is pretty scary. Like he's pretty. Uh, it is under. It's unfathomable. He's on. Yeah, <laughs> he's an alien. It's like who's Boban? It's like if Boban was coordinated and could shoot, like because he's yeah. just so big, right? But he doesn't fucking he can't do everything right. This guy's anyway. Yeah. Um, your point on here made me put the the over under here, but you've put uh, Rockets rising, pump the Lakers. We can talk about individual teams with our guesses here in a sec, but I didn't see the game. I heard there was a lot of buzz, but must have been a pretty emphatic win by the sounds of it. I think they won by like 30. Um, just absolutely pumped them. Um, not surprising. Uh, was, uh, anyway, Dylan Brooks shut down. Um, old mate on the Lakers. Mm. Anthony Davis injured again. Oh, That's really? No way. Uh, and Jalen Green uh, torched Austin Reeves. Isn't there, didn't the Rockets just lose a young stud to some car crash crime thing, something? Didn't they just lose someone and he's gone already? Like one of their real like prospects. Yeah, I can't recall his name. Also, if you're, what the hell, is Fred Van Fleet doing anything this year? Because they paid that guy a lot of money. Oh, it was Kevin Porter Jr., Um He's the one that's been kicked off the team. Right. So he's nowhere right now? Nope. Um, ben, uh, Fred Van Vliet, I think he had like nine assists last night. Um, what's, his, what's he doing on the season? On the season, he's averaging 16 points, three rebounds and eight assists. For like $40 million or something? Like, geez. Yeah, I never would have given him that money. But hey. Brooks, Brooks is, yeah, surprisingly, Brooks is living up to the contract, but that Fred contract is horrible. And they've just lost that Porter guy. He was a big pick. That's huge. He was That's solid. Um, but that uh, Schengen looks good, their center. Okay. Um, he's, yeah, he's putting up like. We are going to do. Yeah, this Schengen is averaging 18, 8, and 7 as a center. So a bit of a Sabonis type yeah, European. Yeah. Big man, I like it. All right, Bill, we're going to do something we haven't done. We learned how to screen share on this new platform. We're going to look at our, just a quick look. Not We're going to not look at all the stats, but let's look at the over-unders that we picked and just generally if we're feeling good or feeling bad about And We don't have to get the records up right now, but just a general. Actually, let's look at the locks and stuff that we said first, right? Yeah. So we locked in OKC winning 45 games. Now, do we feel like that might be too little after what we've seen? Oh, yeah, they're five and three. Um, I don't know. Yeah, it's looking looking pretty good. Um, okay. Yeah, the win total, yeah, I don't know. It's a tough one. We said um, they're gonna go over 44.5 and locked in 45. Okay. Super lock of the East, we said Boston over 54 and a half. I mean, I don't know what the record is right now, but I've, I've, from what I've seen, I'm still feeling pretty good about it. Feeling good about, the, about Boston. They're looking good. Okay. Uh, Super lock yes. of the West was the Blazers over 28 and a half. How are, how are Blazers going? Uh, they're three and five. So Yep. There we go. See, and they, I didn't realize they had um that Boston uh, Williams, Robert Williams or something. They have him too. Yeah. You know, you did. 
He's but I didn't even bad. know that they had him. Like that's another good piece. That would have been a real nice piece to have uh, with Aiden, but mm-hmm. he's out. Mm-hmm. I think this season or a while anyway. Okay, they're, now, they're, they're pulling off enough wins. I think they'll get better. Okay, now lock East under. We did say the Raptors under thirty six and a half. I was uh, I was actually looking at this the other day, and like they've they've just they're four and four. Um, okay, it's early. Look, it's early. They look very good on D, but yeah, we'll see. Okay, Jazz. 50-50. Jazz was our lock West under, and they are. Two wanted seven, under maybe. 35 and a half. How are they two, going? Two and seven. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Lock East over. We said Bucks over 54 and a half. And I know they've started off slow, but what is their record right now? They have won the last three and they're five and two. So, yeah, I feel like okay. they're getting things together now. New coach, new point guard. And our West over was the Kings over 44 and a half. They're three and four at the moment. Okay. They need yeah, they need De'Aaron Fox back. Um, Fox is out and they're three and four. Yeah. So okay, okay. I feel like the Washington Wizards over might be a bit of a problem that's from what a, I've seen. That's fucked. I had to watch <laughs> a lot of them with Alex here, being a Wizards fan, and that was pretty brutal. Um, was it yesterday? Yeah, yesterday. Bet on Jordan Paul's overs and. Yeah. The count started like one and nine, one from nine. So he, he's I think that might be our first C bomb. On he, the he deserves it. He deserves <laughs> yeah, it. Oh, being the key <laughs> element is hilarious. That Killing is so me. funny. Memphis over 45 and a half, too. Uh, obviously, start off bad, but we just talked about the talent that they have. They're one, um, they're, they're the worst team in the league right now. Yeah, they are, they are the yeah. worst. Yeah, I still I think they can figure that out. They'll um, figure it out. They've got enough. They got enough. I like Wolves over is good. Dallas over feels good. Uh, Golden State over feels good. Denver. I, I still feel like we're okay. I feel like what if if the only one we get wrong is the Wizards, that's okay. I'm feeling okay about the locks. Seventy six is um, under, might be. But hey, yeah, season. well, fuck. Well, let's talk about that maybe. Um, so they trade James Harden, and all of a sudden they're the best team in the East. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, that's pretty wild. Um, yeah, yeah. Hey, get rid of a defensive liability. I don't know. Everyone seems to be playing better team ball. I got Jordan Gorgon joining in. G'day, Jordan. Going to a concert tonight. Thanks to Jordan for free, which is fun. Um. Yeah. Oh, Nick Nurse is back coaching. There we go. That's why their defense is picked up. Nick Nurse, Nick Nurse is the right. coach. What a stud. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? Tyrese Maxey, too, decided to be a stud right now. Um, Could be okay. for a imp- most improved as well, potentially. Yeah. So him and Scotty may be fighting out for it. Um, yeah. All right. This is the first time we're going to do a fan segment request we are going to you can probably introduce i'm gonna get up on the screen you can tell us you can tell us what's happening and and how this came about all right our good friend follower subscriber fan davy dots um from back home um has given us his list of top 16 his favorite defensive players and he's asked us to do a elimination bracket um and get down to one player 
So the criteria seems a little bit murky, but we do have some stats here. We, yeah, we have pulled up stats too. That we'll look into. But but I guess the setup is I put them in and this is a random bracket generator. So I have not selected these matchups. It is completely, completely random. We have someone watching called Bubbles in the Garden, which is interesting. Oh, that's Mel's mum. Hey, Michelle. Oh, <laughs> Michelle, you beauty. Um, world's best backyard. So what we might do... Oh, wait, I'm, that is the world's yeah, best yeah. backyard. It is the world's Michelle, best backyard. Oh, <laughs> shout out. That's awesome. Oh, good. That is the world's <laughs> best backyard. It is. That's so, funny. <laughs> so what I thought I would do is I'm just going to... I put filters in here, Billy. So I'm just going to go through and give some over overview highlights of some stats. We'll go through the names first, okay? Well, in order of games played, the 16 that Dolts has selected, we've got J.J. Watt, Ed Reed, Aaron Donald, Michael Strahan, Bobby Wagner, Vaughn Miller, Jalen Ramsey, Richard Sherman, Jadavion Clowney, T.J. Watt, Nick Bosa, Navarro Bowman, Luke Keekley, Miles Garrett, Khalil Mack, and Warren sap so if we filter them by total games you can see that jj watt is up there ed reed down the bottom you forgot warren sap khalil mack only playing 92 games is interesting compared to some of the other names because he's been hurt a Must lot be, yeah total tackles jj watt <laughs> that's an insane number specifically when you compare it to like aaron donald's stats um Obviously, Warren's pretty low there. That's games played. Miles Garrett, too, in terms of total total sacks. Khalil Mack. I'm interested in Khalil Mack's numbers. are trying to be like, hmm, interesting. Looking at this, has this filtered? If What if you filter by sacks? Because I know Strahan should. Yeah, no, it. we're about to. Sacks is, sacks is next. So oh, sacks. I don't think oh, I can't, the names aren't updating here. So it's showing uh, JJ Watt with most, most sacks. Hang on. False alarm. Because I was looking at that, I was like, oh, JJ, most games played, most sacks. And then I remembered it's Strahan. It's okay. That's we can fix this. We can fix this. Just some data management issues here, guys. Just give me a second. Oh, um, it's fault. Yeah. God, we should really fire some people. Let's try that again. Okay. There we go. That makes way more sense. Nick Bosa. Great. <laughs> Awesome. We're so smart. Okay, let's try that again. Games played. Michael Strahan, 216 makes a lot of sense. Warren Sapp, Bobby Wagner. And then, yes, that makes way more sense. Yeah, that's making games. sense now. Only played 59 games. A lot of 59 games. It's going to be very interesting with their, what we're going to rate. So from a tackles perspective, Bobby Wagner is the one with a stupid amount of tackles. A lot of tackles. It's about, lot. 10, it's about 10 a game. That's double Strahan in 40 less games mm. that's insane tackling machine wow okay then if we go to sacks oh but now i gotta uh just hide the height start hiding some yeah, that's a good idea yeah. uh, 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 what are we looking at now sacks okay sacks stray hand miller flies up the top there yeah, interesting JJ, Donald, Sappy Boy, Jalen Ramsey, Sherman, Reed down the bottom. Luke Kickley. Interesting. I mean, I know he's a linebacker, but I feel yeah. like Fred, Fred Warner probably has even more than 12 sacks already. Um, yeah, it's an interesting one. 
Bosa 46 at 59 games. Be interesting to have a little comparison here, actually. Sacks versus uh, games played. So the biggest guys with sacks, 216 and 140, 160, 120. Who's like the closest to one for one, maybe? TJ Watt, 95. TJ Miles Garrett, 92, 84. Nick Bosa, 59, 46. Probably a little bit behind these two guys, actually. He's a little, he needs to get cooking. Uh, okay, okay, interesting. Uh, interceptions. Yeah, this, is not, this is where it's hard to uh, compare a alignment to it. <laughs> it's just interesting to compare because we are looking at the different p- position groups. Yeah. So Ed Reed, huge. Richard Sherman, obviously. Galen Ramsey. Interesting number of stats there. 20, 18. Force fumbles. Let's race through these. Okay, here we go. That's where Khalil does his damage. Dang. Von Miller again. TJ Watt is fourth on this list already. Yeah, he's dude does damage. (laughs) Whoa. Did you see that sack he had? Was it last Thursday night where his helmet come off? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Still got the sack with no helmet. Absolute freak. All right, so turnovers per game, I guess it's what that is, or? Tackles that would per be game. tackles per game. We probably don't need to go into those. It's pretty much the same. same oh, time. these are the averages. Yeah, right. averages okay. per Well, game. that's actually important. So it's tackles yeah. per game. That's a crazy number. It is insane. There's Luke's. You can see why some of them are, are, are who they you know are. Yeah, you can see. So, so, so Nick Bosa, just to break this down, only tackles once per game. Gets a tackle once per game. But one every three of them is a sack. It's yeah. interesting to factor in the like double teaming and stuff because here, Aaron Donald, three tackles per game, only one in five yeah. is a sack. TJ Watt, one in four. Miles Garrett, one in three. So actually, per, hmm, that's interesting. Okay, all that to say, there's some stats for us to have a look at, but now we have to make choices. And I'm feeling like the choices are just essentially like, who we like the most or like what are yeah, we Yeah, because gonna... Nick Bosa's been stitched up coming against Strahan. Well, okay. How about we do this? Or we yeah, okay. Based on those stats, we pick because some of the players have finished their careers and some haven't. Okay. Yeah. So when it's all said and done for all of these players, based on the stats we just saw, but also like potential rings or no rings or whatever. We'll make the decisions. Gotcha. So, and we'll, we'll uh, forecast in our minds out to the end of it. Correct. And we can have yeah. big discussions around that. So, right. for me, given what we just looked at, I yeah. think at the end of it all, TJ may have a better career than Richard Sherman, which is saying something because Sherman had a career. Had a career. But that's yeah. my yeah. take. It, it hurts to go against Sherm, but TJ is an animal. So hey, Sherm's a friend of the program. He's a Niners and a, and a Seahawks a lot. So, is, I mean, we have is. some resonance with him. So, that's a big that's a big first one to... Um, we should um, get double Sherm jerseys for next, game, next year's games. Seahawks, Niners. Could not set winner. Why? Oh, start tournament. Cool. I have no idea what's about to happen, Billy. It's all right. Let's break it. Uh, oh, it's not going to let me do it. Technical difficulties here. Billy, you just talk to the people. I'm going to fuck around with this for a second. <laughs> all right. Tell a story or something. We'll go, we'll go back to stats. Um, 
No, we won't. But anyway, we've got a third Thanksgiving football coming up uh, in a little over, was it two weeks? Two weeks' time. Next uh, two weeks, Thursday, Seahawks, Niners. So Hose is coming down to Seattle and we're going to the game. It's going to be a, a real good time. Um, hopefully, Kittle, Kittle Taddy, I'll get around that. Um, and uh, I think if there's, if, there's, if there's a Jake Bobo Taddy, I'm getting a haircut. No, that's super fair. Um, that's, uh, should be it's, a fun time. It's not going to let us do it. So we're just going to have to do it in Excel. I'll just, I'll just write down the winners and we'll go from there. Okay. All right. so we're going, we're going TJ. Yep. We're going TJ. Okay. I'm going Bobby in the next one. I'm going Bobby. Okay. Easy on that one. I feel like. I think JJ. I'm going JJ. This one's fucking insane. <laughs> <laughs> this one's really hard because. So Nick Bose has been in the league for four years. Five, four, five. Yeah. I think four. This is his fifth year. Yeah. Or even maybe fourth year. And he's won Defensive Player of the Year already. Third in the league again for pressures and uh, is only going to get better. He's the youngest of everyone on this list. That's an important thing to say. Do you want to maybe give me some Michael Strahan career stats like Super Bowls? Did he win many? He's got one. He won one 2008 with the Giants, which is a fun fact. I saw that Giants team play in Buffalo in 2007. That's awesome. Coldest I've ever been. So if we're breaking it down, um, <laughs> let's do this. Let's oh, compare. I was just looking because, for example, say if we extrapolate out Nick Bosa's career. No, I'm doing it. I'm going to do the per game stats. Hang on. You know, if Bosa plays another 10 seasons to play the same amount of seasons as Strahan, he's probably going to win two Super Bowls, a couple more Defensive Player of the Year awards. Um, Strahan was Defensive Player of the Year once, and he was the NFC Defensive Player of the Year twice. So I feel like Bosa's going to get him there. Yeah, but dude, look at these stats. Strahan, four tackles a game, 7.7 sacks a game. Yeah. I thought Bosa was 0.3. I think all said and done, Bosa's probably going to finish with 175 career games, 500 tackles, and he's going to finish with 138 sacks and two Super Bowls and two MVPs. MVPs? Defensive MVPs. Look, I, I don't want to do this. But you're going a big stray hand. I mean, I just like because that's a pretty sick. Let's do yeah. it. It's I, I'm, so, I'm sorry, Nick. Like, I love you, dude. But like, I tried, I tried, Nick. <laughs> but it, it's a tough argument to make. That's a unlucky random draw there. Navarro Bowman. Who's dude, he up against? Fuck, this is brutal for my Niners. I think I have to go Miles Garrett. Yeah. Well, like Navarro Bowman is Fred is Fred Warner before Fred Warner was Fred Warner, right? Let's get yeah. that clear. Uh, yeah, but I'm that, going. 
Yeah, the way Miles is tracking. Bowman only played 100 games. So, yeah, I'm going Miles. Von Miller versus Warren. I just feel like I have no idea who Warren is, to be honest. But, like, Miller already has, like, so many. I'm picking. I'm picking. I pick. What's his name? Von. Uh, We'll go Von. Okay. This one's easy for me. It's Keekly. It's Keekly. Very easy. Yeah, Clowny oh. might be the clown of this list. Sorry, buddy. Yeah, that's a, just adults fanboy. Jeez, Ed Reed versus Aaron Donald is a very different position. To yeah, Ed. this one's tough. Ed so, Reed was... So many interceptions, 64 interceptions. That's double more than anyone else on this list. So that's double more than Sherman with 150 more tackles, four more sacks, Six more force fumbles, more tackles per game. Versus who are we versing him against again? Uh, Donald, Aaron Donald. Yeah, his sacks per game numbers are pretty good. Tackles per game. I know he's got a ring. Did Ed Reed want a ring, didn't he? He's got a ring. I am going to go Reed because I feel like Donald's career is done. Like, I think he's not going to, like, remember he was on the edge of retiring? And I think we're pretty close to having his full CV. Yeah. I think if we're going full CV versus full CV, I might pick Ed. I agree. What does Donald need to play another three seasons to get where Ed got? So, yeah, I can't see that happening. Okay. We have in the quarterfinals, TJ Watt versus Bobby Wagner, JJ Watt versus Strahan, Miles versus Vaughn, Luke Keekly versus Reed. So why don't we go reverse order because we just talked about him. Keekley versus Reed. Uh, I love Keekley, but short career. Oh, not that short. But um, uh, I don't think he had a lot of tackles, but not many sacks and not much else. I'm probably going Ed. Yeah, I'm going Ed Reed. Um, Von Miller versus Miles Garrett. That's tough. What's Von Miller's? How many games is Von played? One sixty-seven. He's still going. Garrett is what's the sacks per game between 0.6 for Vaughn, 0.4 for Miles, and Vaughn's got uh one ring, two rings. He's got two rings. I'm going Vaughn, yeah. Miles is only 27. I'm going Vaughn, uh, two rings is yeah. Strahan versus JJ, I'm going Strahan. Yeah, gonna have to hurt Dolce's heart here. It's uh... <laughs> Bobby Wagner versus TJ Watt. Oh, tackle machine versus sack machine. Jesus. Um, I'm going Bobby. I'd, to be honest, you're going Bobby. Or oh. I'd have to. Uh, you can Bobby. also override, but I just yeah. What's we don't have a tiebreaker. I don't know. That's a tough one. Bobby Wagner's got a ring. Yeah, I'm going, Bobby. TJ's almost 30. And he might not ever get a ring. I'm proud of us because we have ended up with the older players. So we have Bobby Wagner versus Strahan. I don't need these stats up here anymore. And Von Miller versus Ed Reed.
I, I'd, I'd fanboy on Bobby Mitt. You're going the fanboy on <laughs> Wags? Yeah. Fuck it. Let me have a look here. Let me be really critical here. What's the point of having a podcast if you can't fanboy? Yeah, it's, that's fair. <laughs> Who are you against? Strahan. It's a tough matchup. Compare the pair. Sacks per game, Strahan 0.8, Wagner 0.2. Tackles per game, Wagner 9.1, Strahan 4.8. Force fumbles. And now just a reminder, Bobby Wagner's only played 40 less games. Mm. Force fumbles, 6 to Wagner, 22 to Strahan. Interceptions, 13 to Wagner, 4 to Strahan. So sack comparison in terms of volume is 32 to 142. Yeah. The tackles is 800 to 1,600. So it's really like... I don't know. It's hard to... Strahan's won Super Bowls and Defensive Player of the Years. I might have to go Strahan. I think we got to go Strahan. Sorry, Bobby. Sorry, buddy. Well, I mean, he beat Nick Bosch. So yeah, yeah, I know, right? And we were saying we might be biased in Nick. Uh, okay, Von Miller versus Ed Reed. So if we're going to break that down, um, where is he? So key key stats. <sighs> Sacks per game, Ed has none. 0.7 for Vaughn, which is just under straight hand, mind you. Tackles per game is pretty much similar, which is actually Ed has more tackles. Hmm. Force, force fumbles 27 Vaughn 11 to and they play about the same amount of games yeah 11 to Ed interception 64 to Ed 2 to Vaughn but sacks is 124 to Vaughn 6 to Ed so it's like what was force fumbles uh 11 to Ed 27 to Vaughn it's a tough one Ed has more Vaughn. tackles which is interesting given Vaughn's position. But yeah, 123 sacks. So this is it, right? 123 sacks, two interceptions, or six sacks, 64 interceptions. What's more important? I don't know, getting the ball. What's the all-time sack record in a year? And what's the all-time interception record in a year? Because that'll tell us. Most sacks TJ and Strahan have at 22 and a half. Mm-hmm. I feel like interceptions are harder. Interceptions. Oh, some bloke in 1962. George Blander had 42. Okay. Well, that's... What the fuck? That's because... <laughs> yeah. Uh, what, modern a... era. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't give me the same stat. All right. Uh, yeah, Trevon Diggs, 2021-11. 11? Yeah. Okay, I'm going Ed Reed then. Yeah, got to get that ball back. So the, the differential between forced fumbles was only about 17, wasn't it? 11 to 27. But mm. like... Yeah, Ed Reed's got the ball back, you know, 40-odd more times than Vaughn. So I'm going Ed. That's a straight turnover. Yeah, that's a straight turnover. I'm going it. Strahan versus Reed. I feel like Strahan. 
because the numbers are just. Oh, mm. I guess not now. He had twenty more. So this is okay. So let's let's compare it. He played. Uh, fuck, it might be Ed Reed. Fuck, <laughs> <laughs> uh, because he played forty more games, so he did have more tackles, but not by a heap. And he only had twenty more sacks than Vaughn, less forced fumbles than Vaughn. We just crowned Ed Reed as the greatest defensive player of Dalton's list. Based on Dalton's list. Uh, yes, Ed Reed, greatest player on Dalton's list. When there you go. The greatest part of that is Ed was a safety, and Dalton wanted to create a list of defensive, defensive line. line. But I know it ended up being just Dolce's favorite list. So, shout out. Apologies, Nick Bosa. We were discussing before that he'd win no matter what. And I guess that bracket's really. uh, He came up again. I thought he might be able to sneak through to the end, but he uh, got a tough, tough uh, schedule of play. You know, a most watched Instagram live. How many we got? Seven. We're blowing up. Well, I know you got to go. Let's wrap this. Let's wrap this up with something that's important. Um, Fantasy. We play each other this week, Bill, and I have yeah. I have the table here. Um, yeah, let's go. I'm coming for, for us to look at. So very tight, very, very, very tight. I'm feeling I haven't had this for a while. Last year I was pretty lucky with this, but I'm in I'm in fifth at five and four with like you know one of the only three teams over a thousand points. So that's tough. Um, you're there at three and six. There's a mathematical chance. We are playing each other this week. So yeah. huge implications. Because if I drop this, that really puts the pressure on for the rest of the year. And then you just have a, have a sniff. So, I mean, I did propose uh, a gentleman's loss earlier in the week Not as just, a, uh, just an honorable way to go through it. But I did share a photo with you. All of my key players have red matchups and only fantasy people know what that means. Um, so I am projected to win still, but tight. It's going to be tight. Well, it's, coming, you... it's got tighter. You're projected to win by like two point three now. Yeah. Well, T Higgins is out. Ooh, he's not yeah. out on fan. He's not out on Yahoo yet because they don't do that. Yeah. But he is out. Yeah. Um, well, even... Nico Collins might be out. Josh Downs is still out. James Connor might not be back. Um, and I've Why got a backup. You? Tight end in this week, so yeah. I need the Cleveland Masseurs to lose, but they're playing uh, Saquon D's nuts. So that's a, mm, playing that's against the bye. That is a walkover, and I mean Ram. I don't know if you're watching; you probably never do. But you only have 48 points from a guy that doesn't set his lineup each week. So let's just, you know, address that at some point. But uh, yeah, it's a big better. week. If I Have win, I feel pretty confident about not just making it, but. Maybe taking it out. I've made some big trades. Um, yeah, big trades. It's a trade week matchup, but you've got no Kelsey and I feel like it's Saquon and Debo's week. Yeah, it could be quite ironic, the trade, um, in terms of its impacts this week in particular. Um, but uh, we'll see. We'll see. CMC's back. Um, He's back. That's what the cash big, league needs. Big game. Who are you playing this week? You got the buy? Seahawks. No. Oh, wait. Uh, did we play? The commander's at home. Have we already had the buy? Yeah, we had one of those. We always, yeah, we had like week five or six, one of the super early ones. Right. Well, yeah, we, got, we got commanders at home, then Rams, 
then the 49ers twice in like, I think like 15 days or something. Mm. <laughs> or it's 11, yeah. No, yeah, 15 days, pretty well. Tough, tough run home for the Seahawks. Well, that so it's the same for both teams. The yeah. the run home for the Niners and Seahawks depends on how good the Niners and Seahawks are because yeah. we play each other twice in three weeks. And if we come out and turn it on against the Jags and uh, who we should be, then I think your your schedule becomes very, very tough. But if we come out and lose and look, the defense looks like it has, then wide open division because it, we're playing yeah. for the division right so yeah, exactly yeah. Uh, you know this is, you know you never want to do this but this Niners game against the Jags this weekend uh, Jags are hot too they five great so. um in in Jacksonville Jacksonville so fuck that is now I think about it that's actually a very fucking big game it is tough sledding um, I backed in the Niners so Bill's bets this week so yeah Bill's bets if you haven't no checked it way. out no way, then yeah, you'll be fine. We don't have time for Bill's bets. No, nah, it's fine. Um, well, let's just highlight the fact that you're on a fucking heater when it comes to NBA. Yeah, NBA. Like yesterday was a bit bit rough. Um, you know, Lakers getting blown out. The Rockets guys had to rest, which is a bummer. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, been on a heater. Probably yeah, had a few big wins the last week. So, any key ones you want to shout out in a couple minutes before you have to go to your meeting? Yeah, we do. We do. Got NBA. I don't know if it's kicked off at four o'clock, but we were going Ben Carey over 28 and a half points and rebounds. Trey Young over 26 and a half points and rebounds. Mm-hmm. And Jalen Smith for the Pacers under 16 and a half points and rebounds coming up against the Bucks. So he's coming up against Brook Lopez and Giannis. So okay. might have a little bit of a tough, tougher outing tonight. But that's all we got for NBA today. But generally, I'll post it a couple times a week on our Instagram. Love it. I love that. I love just the, you know, who's who's putting bets on Jalen Smith unders? Bill's bets is. That's this guy. That, this guy. This guy, the <laughs> Amazon guy. Um, all right, buddy. Well, I'll let, well, we started a bit early. You can jump off a bit early. Um, yeah, dude, I'm excited. We've got um, two weeks. Two weeks today. Niners game. Yeah. Thanksgiving dinner, maybe a bit of golf, a bit of fish and chips, a bit of how you going. Yeah, a few like breweries. No, I'm looking forward to it. All right, buddy. Get out of here. All right, mate. Until next time. Love you, fam. <laughs>